Welcome to Owen and Baru's Barbecue. Today we're grilling up something special, something choice. It's Grand Admiral Thrawn's <laughs> Grilled Prawns. That's right. It's Nick, Chris, and myself. My name is Matt. We are here to discuss the season final of uh, Ahsoka. Uh, season one final of, of Ahsoka. How are you fellas doing? I would have thought you would have gone with uh, like a few days old meat or something <laughs> like or uh, re revitalized leftovers or something you know, like some kind of zombie meat. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Or a meal that left me wanting more, maybe. Yeah. Well, it it's like General So's chicken. Yeah. General So's you know, chicken. Yeah. It's Grand Admiral Thrawn's grilled prawns. Ah, well, so. uh, okay. I got Thrawn's you. Grilled prawns grilled prawns. Yeah. Thrawn of, mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't yeah. get it until you said okay. it. I get yeah. it. Okay. So anyway, that was my, my take on it. So, um, Chris, you yes. you've been left wanting more. You you just were like, oh, this was not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's you know, it was a good episode. There's no doubt, right? And I was texting um, Nick about this the night of. I wasn't sure what your schedule was, Matt. I didn't want to spoil. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys keeping um, spoiler free. But uh, you know, it was a good episode. I actually thought it was really well done. Um, I just thought for a season finale, there was no like, oh, yes, or, like, that's, or, like, or what's that thing? Or is there was no MacGuffin, you know what I mean? Like we had the owl, which is cool. And I, I, I dare say that the, and before, you know, we haven't discussed the episode yet, but I, I dare say that it's a dangerous path to take to have the um, the Mortis brothers and sisters and dad and whatever be like the, the focal point because that's going to fly way over the average viewer's head. Um, Not if it's done right. James, the story. Yeah, we'll see, right? We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't well, know how it's like, going to pan out. I think but... my, my brother was, you know, he, he was kind of one of those Star Wars fans that felt left out. Like, he was just like, wait, am I supposed to know what this is? Right. You know? right. And I said, well, it's like one of the Mortis gods. And... It, uh, yeah. But I feel like, you know, it's it's a large statue that's that's has its fist out and it leaves you knowing that like, oh, there's something ancient here that they have yeah. that he's he's, you know, so even if you don't know what it is, it's like clearly in the off season you can dive deeper and it would be almost ideal if Disney Plus were to do something like at the end of that show. You don't. You go right to the Mortis trilogy or something like that. Sure. Like, mm -hmm. like have that queued up so that you know you can just go to that or or have a, an Ahsoka. I know they have a Ahsoka Central yeah, episode. Yeah. So, but um, you know, setting something up that if you're wanting more and you're curious, like what is this? You know? Yeah. So. Um, oh, I mean, overall though, I mean, I thought the episode was good. You know, I thought it was it was pretty well done. Um, I, I did like some of the. Um, of like the the uh, Sabine slash um, Ezra like team up ish stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought that was actually kind of cool. I think that they they did a nice job with that, and I think that the the, the well, let's just get into the episode, right? I, mean, I think oh. we're going to give away the end of it. But, well, and, and Nick, what what were your thoughts? What were your initial yeah? Because Chris watched it stuff. hours before I did because I had a, a community meeting I had to go to, but I was like, hey, I'll tell you as soon as I'm done. So I watched it as soon as. Chris text man. My response is kind of what Chris said. I was like, I thought it was a good, a good episode, not a great episode. I thought it was a good episode, but it was yeah. underwhelming. And that's, that's kind of how I felt about this whole season. I give the season a seven, like a solid seven out of 10. 
And I think it's nothing to do with the writing or not necessarily the writing, but it's not, it's nothing to, it's kind of the order like of, of things that were done with it. Like, I think these eight episodes could have been compressed to four episodes in a way. Yeah. Uh, and we could have had another four episodes to make it more fulfilling as an overarc. but it is Filoni. So I'm giving him a little bit of uh, forgiveness because I know he's never had a successful first season in anything. So it's, uh, it's fair. Uh, <laughs> There's a there's lots of things that we can get into as we get into the episode because uh, there's definitely some thought. There's a lot of really cool stuff in this episode that I really appreciated. And but there's definitely some things I nitpick too of like that should have been in like an episode three. That should have been here. Like little things to help people understand more. Kind of like what you're talking about with your brother-in-law, you said. Or oh no, just my brother. Your brother, yeah. Like uh, of just like hey, like this. If this would have been said in this episode, it would have made this stuff more fulfilling. If you know, if this would because it, it's just there's a lot of stuff that it kind of counted on people having seen stuff before it did. This I, season. There is that element. I think there's there's also that um, like, hey, if we have to explain everything, you know, yeah. to you, so it, you know, um, so maybe for the casual viewer, that stuff doesn't grab them, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm I'm with you on Nick on the fact that. Filoni does like to set the table and boy, yeah. did he set the table? He did. He did. You know, like, like he introduced star Wars fans to the witches, <laughs> the warlord <laughs> and, <laughs> the Narnia. Yeah. Yeah, and Narnia. And, and Narnia. Like, oh yeah. Narnia. You know, yeah, that's like, what that's I mean, the title, the, the title is a, is a reference to Narnia. And he's, he said that the world between worlds is, is like a, a Narnia kind of world. And, and yeah. that's yeah. where we kind of left. And, some, Sabine and, and Ahsoka there at the end is they are it's just like it. Yeah. They instead of going through a cupboard, you know, they're going mm-hmm. through yeah, and they're trapped just like in that book. You know, they're trapped yeah. in that world, but eventually they get back. And so like it's like, oh, there's a little clue in a way. If you know well, and and not only that, but like that book specifically at the end, like they age a long time yeah. in that book. And then they come back as children again. Mm-hmm. So, which which gives you kind of a, an idea of like that idea of, of time. What you're saying is, we're gonna get like the Muppet Babies version of Thrawn when he returns. <laughs> no, um, no, like, no. I mean, Thrawn's have... already returned. I'm he... saying Ahsoka and and Sabine. I know. I'm just they they, they come back as Muppet Babies. So <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, um, this this episode um had a lot. And it explained a lot too, even as it raised questions. Um, it felt, uh, you know, I, I thought of this uh, Lostonian. You know, it feels like lost in that way, like because it yeah. has this mythos that it's that it's building on. Um, which, as as mutual lost fans collectively, like um, I love that. <laughs> I love the fact that we get some some of that. Yeah, but I, but I think it's it's relied heavily on. The, the story of, of Clone Wars, right? So, I mean, it's... Of all the episodes of this entire series so far, this is the one that you can say, like, if you didn't watch Clone Wars, you're going to be fucking lost. <laughs> like, like every other episode had something to it that you're like, oh, okay, cool. This is kind of cool. This is new and this is different. And um, and I think the narrative for every episode this far has been like, oh, it's, it's a great show, but you'll, you'll really like it. But if you watch Clone Wars, you're really going to love it. Yeah. Right. And, and and like this episode was probably the most in Rebels think, as well. For sure. I mean, yeah, Rebels as well. Right. I yeah, mean, 
you know, the, the opening moment uh, that we get with, um, well, past, past Morgan Elsbeth and, and her becoming a witch, but that moment where, where Ezra, you know, and he, he gets the blade emitter, you know, that's Kanan's, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, you know, for, for fans of rebels, you're like, you know, it's just so sweet, you know, but it also helps illustrate to Sabine. Like, it's not just there for like, Oh, Hey, this is something for the fans. It's also there as a plot device to have Sabine yeah. kind of realize like, you know what? I need to be with my master and, and I am, I'm not connecting with her, you know, and, and then she right. goes out and has that conversation with her. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I felt like those, those things were there, you know, like they had meaning to them. Um, anyway, um, the, um, I'm trying to remember, I, I, I did write down some notes about this episode. Um, although, uh, albeit just highlights of things that stuck out to me, like Morgan <clears throat> Elsbeth becoming a witch, yeah, and we we get to see the sort of towel towels in like oh so yeah i'll go ahead and and, and just because that but like i think no one doesn't matter what level of star wars you are got the episode we were expecting to get but we right. yeah like uh because to me in my mind i really thought this was going to be more of a uh a balan and shin focused episode uh with you would see thrawn get back but it would be one of those things like everything within the context of Balin on his quest, you know, and then because it, you know, think about where we were left off with this Thrawn basically already said, I've taken away time. There's nothing she can do. So let's just let that play out and let's concentrate on something else. Because to me, Balin, it would have made way more sense. It would have made more sense. Yeah. Because in, to me, um, Balin's story arc (laughs) is really open-ended. You know, like yeah. there's nothing sure. in this season that really, other than he shows up, he's there to aid, he's the mercenary, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, and well, so Nick, that- I, I wonder, I wonder though, like, is that because it was edited? I mean, if there's more footage, if there's more stuff, then fine. You know, uh, I'm perfectly fine with recasting, but if they've got enough to give him more, then great. I I think I think they have to recast. Yeah, I think and- they do. And and not only not only do you recast, but like to have his character just peter out, it does a disservice to to what he brought to life. He brought this character sure. to life, Great like character. like yeah. just to cut it off and like say like what it, it it goes nowhere. And it's like for what for what purpose? I I like the fact that this didn't deliver on what I was expecting. Like like as a fan, like I was like, oh, I think it'll do this. I think it'll do this, and it did do some of those things, but it also kept me guessing and kept me surprised, um, which, which is what I want. You know, if it did check all the boxes, I wouldn't be satisfied. I, I guess with, when it comes like, cause what made me think of this was you saying Morgan Elizabeth's character, you know, it was such a, I think she's kind of a victim in a way, you know, like I, I never, oh felt, I never felt she, she was, I, yeah, exactly. I never felt she was a bad guy. She's not really for mm. the empire. She's not really, she's for the revenge for of Dathomir. Yeah. yeah. And she, cause she probably doesn't know that the emperor ordered Dooku to wipe out Dathomir. And so she doesn't understand, <clears throat> you know, what she's doing. Uh, and so the fact that she gets this power, she's finally going somewhere. I would have rather had seen her go back to the, the Star Wars galaxy and then have more of her than just, even though I, everything happened, I loved round two between her and Ahsoka. I liked everything and, happened. And not only that, like you get to see, you get to see Thrawn pull the ultimate, like, 
Yeah. I mean, you're a yeah, exactly. You're you a Thrawn pawn. And and not only that, not only is, is you get to see that the Thrawn pawn, Thrawn prawn, uh, but but also like you know he says for the Empire, and then you know as as he, he walks away. Yeah, for, for, for Dathomir. So, you know, it gives you a little clue into it. But also the fact that we got told that how she understood how to make this thing, right? Because we were wondering, like, yeah, yeah, how is this, you know, it's like, oh, you you know, you answered our call from our dreams, which I thought was like a perfect way of just like explaining that, like, got it. Like, this is how this took place. This is how she was able to build this. This is how she knew she had to get back to this this area. That her getting her powers though, and even the sword in a way, mm. like I felt that was one of those things where casual viewers, even me to an extent, there's a little confusion there because to say like, oh, you're getting the gift of shadow, okay, what's that mean to anybody other than like a diehard Star Wars fan? They don't, they had not seen Maul have clarity in his brain by getting this gift. They didn't see uh, Savage getting, you know jacked because of this gift they didn't see uh ventress getting it like you know and so i, I don't know if i needed to know that though yeah but like it, other than like like i mean I but you don't see this power. You, don't, you don't see that it i don't know i didn't see that I, to me it just looked like she you knew we already knew from she Book just got Boba black Fett. makeup she got black makeup so. yeah and a cool flaming sword uh and so to me i was like i don't think people will understand like what this is um, maybe you guys did. I I kind of was like, okay, there's. I thought that was a, a re, you had to really reach to understand like what was going on. I didn't. I, I mean, I I knew of Mother Towson from Clone Wars and right. from um, that 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 battle game I used to play. She was a badass. And you could yeah. resurrect the dead and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And um, but her sword. Yeah, her sword is only in one episode uh, of season five it. of Clone Wars, and she fights Windu with it. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. it's really a major piece. But I, I don't I didn't need to know that. No, you don't. I, I mean, it worked still. Like I knew like, oh, she got a badass sword and she's going to fight Ahsoka with it. Like, yeah. you know, if I, I don't even think I, you know, she had the power. They raised the dead, uh, which which was nice to see see that happen. Also confirmation from Ezra as, he, you know, they say like, oh, have you seen this before? And he's like, no, this is new. So I, I like mm-hmm. that, you know, it kind of answered that question of like, okay, is this something that they've done before? Has he, are they all dead? Like what's happening there? But no, we had like the, that confirmation that no, these are dead. And they brought them back. Speaking to life. of that, speaking of that, uh, I understand it's Disney. I understand that, you know, it's a live action show, but come on, man. I want to see some limbs get hacked off by some zombies. You know I mean? Just cut their legs off. But you, you end it right there. <laughs> like I, I was a little disappointed. I was like, I want to see some, you know, I understand they're real people in the suits. So they're probably not going to just be whacking off people's legs, but I would have liked to. They that. they got sliced up. They did get sliced up like later, but I you know I I think it would have been cool to like seeing like you know, how Anakin like in I think episode three like you know does the arms and the legs of a battle droid. It's like come on, just do that to a zombie real quick, mm. and just knocking off the limbs. Uh, that's a little. That's just a little thing that kind of hurts. Got bone bit. crunching, I, like yeah. you know, like yeah. you know, no, it was cool. That. So it was cool. I, I um, yeah. you know. Uh, I um I love the uh, the two rebel callouts um where uh, Sabine pushes Ezra and we have that that moment and yeah. we're jumping further, but that was something we just saw all the time in Rebels and the fact that Sabine was just like no we can do this like and yeah. you know and just that that trust kind of moment so exactly. I also I also, I also had like season that. I had some season one Rebels uh, vibes when uh, 
they were flying above the turtle shell guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like yep. standing on top of the ship and then Sabine comes out and just totally remind me of Ezra trying to learn how to use a force yeah. Zeb threw him off the ship. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even that moment where you know Thrawn's leaving and he's like, Peace out, I'm gonna blow up the temple. Right. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Cool action shot of them running off the. You oh, know. You mean, I mean, oh, you mean Back to the Future Part Two? Yeah. They, but they've done that so many times <laughs> in Rebels as well. I know, but it just made me laugh. I was like, oh, so, they're pulling a Marty McFly. He, like jumps off sure. the side of the building. Then it. Lifts I don't up, think any you know? of us didn't doubt. Way to it, go! Like, nice shot, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my thought went to Rebels. Okay. Because because I had seen them do that maneuver in, in Rebels, so that's that's what I had went to, and I think also too just because we saw that that force push. Um, I realize you didn't like it, but no, no, no. I, I liked the force push. It was one of those things. Um, I would like to, in maybe season two, them explain that this planet has like extremely great force powers that it helps you enhance and yeah. learn because the to me, is the force, the yeah, planet is the force in a way. I would love that because, you know, this whole season we've seen Sabine have almost minimal, Wait, nothing. That's, that's someone said that. Oh, really? The planet is a force, uh, but I mean it could be someone's theory, but I don't know. No, I, that that was that was Obi Wan to to Anakin in Clone Wars. That's a different planet, though. Is it? Oh. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, it would be. Uh, uh, because it's like um, I, I one I I love the uh, the force pull the lightsaber to the zombie yeah. head. I would have loved to had seen like an expression on her face of pure shock or pure awe of that happening because you know at this point she's moved a couple of things she's done some things right. but she hasn't fully believed in herself yet and in this moment yeah. i would have loved to have seen just like a oh, like i did it you know or, sure. or or something and that would have made me believe the force push a little bit more because it's like hey i just opened this door we all accept that then- luke blew up the death star by like using the fo- force to like put that thermal thing and how what did he do he just waved his lightsaber around with like obi-wan like twice in the movie yeah. so you know, but I mean, think I about. Think, it. I'm thinking more Empire, though. Like, I mean, as you know, you could say, yeah, he guided a little bit of the torpedo down the hole, but when he's pulling the lightsaber out of the snow, that's really the first time we see him truly use the Force. And it, even then, it shakes; it barely moves. You know, and then it and then it happens, and then you have a whole movie of him failing uh, before he kind of gets any kind of powers. And so, to me, it was a quantum leap from that one scene to like all of a sudden I can push you I'm 500 yards. It. It, it worked. <laughs> It's, I yeah, mean, we, come we, on, give Sabine a bone here. Jeez. Well, I mean, it, it, took, it took three of them to open a door. And then it, she They're pushed them. They're bombarded by a yards. Star Destroyer, which, by the way, that was uh, maybe my maybe second favorite scene. Like, just visually, yeah, was Ahsoka cool. jumping through those those smoke blaster fire on the, the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, uh-huh. like, like, as an imagery you know, I loved, I loved that scene. I also loved the ring coming over Dathomir and, and us getting that first live action shot of Dathomir at the end, you know, just how the, yeah, yeah, yeah. how the hyperspace ring kind of lines up with the, the, just those, those images are just really, really cool. So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm crapping on the episode. <laughs> like I'm not, you know, no. I just, there's just little things that to me is like, okay, like, this needs explanation because I just I, me just going like how do you make this quantum loop leap like that unless like somehow I don't I guess I just don't see it as a quantum leap but that's that's me and maybe I'm I'm more more forgiving. Um, uh, oh, going back to uh, 
Hunang uh, in the lightsaber build, things like that. Like, you mm. know, the whole this whole time, I don't know why I'd been assuming this was just Ahsoka's ship, you know, and, and but it's it's actually Hunang's ship that he's had mm. forever. And I was like, yep. wow, like I did not put those two together. It's like, and I was like, okay, so that's something I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that this is, he's just been hiding out for decades, surviving. And you wonder, mm-hmm. like, when did he, or when did Ahsoka and him find each other or right. anything like that? It is, that's to me was just, yeah, it, it seems like it would have to be post, you know, post end of the clone, clone wars, you know, and, but we don't see, we don't see him in Rebels at all. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, seeing his ship, seeing that that he, whole interaction with no. what's up, <clears throat> he's in the Clone Wars. Yeah, oh. yeah, he doesn't make an appearance. Yeah, because he's only got a few episodes in the Clone Wars too. It's like you know he's trained the little younglings to make their lightsabers and yeah, a few, right. But, that's, yeah. That's so a cool adventure. So we we ended up you know in uh, Thrawn in the ring. They're all on. They're orbiting Dathomir at this point, right? So. Mm-hmm. Season two of Ahsoka is that? Are we, we going to get uh, Gus Fring back? Are we going to have the Shadow Council be like a focal point of season two? Do we think? Possibly, because I think that's how we left um, Mando, right? Yes. When when, when yeah, he was the like Shadow Council was brought, he up. was taunting the Shadow Council, like, "Where's your mm-hmm. Thrawn? Where's your? Where is he now?" Well, we and had Captain Pelion in that that whole thing, so right. we'll we'll you know see that connection where Captain Pelion is actually working for Thrawn. Thrawn has has definitely like played some cards. Like he has promised the 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 Night Sisters something, you know, right? Like he's transported these bodies. Um, you know, his hubris is always his downfall. So you know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's definitely owes a debt to them. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. Um, yeah, and you wonder will the alliance continue? Because you know. Thrawn has only been defeated once that we know of, and it's by mm. Ezra. And, and I right. think that's why he's so scared, especially when he learns that Ahsoka is Anakin's. Oh, that was one of my notes. Thrawn yeah. soiling himself as Ahsoka yeah. gets closer. And Every I, moment, like yeah. in the subtlety of his lips, just like, like, yeah. just like. I know. think it's the unpredictability that he can't stand. And, you know, in a, in a predictable world, according to his mind, you mm. know, Jedi or Force wielders are unpredictable, and he hates that. And I think, mm. uh, I and that's why I think he. Well, I mean, he probably had a necessity with the witches, but I think he might hold on to that alliance because that's kind of his own force, you know, uh, anomaly to counter them. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of potential there. I mean, yeah. Or he could end up being a betrayer of them once they get back to the Galaxy, Star Wars galaxy because now they're kind of a, a threat to his ascension. I think no. he's, he plans to use them as as he used Sabath, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, you know, he, I don't know. Um, I don't think we're going to get heir to the Empire exactly the way that we think. Oh, no. You know, it's not going to be like beat no. for beat. But it would be great if they they use some of those elements or move some of those elements around. Um, specifically, like I would think that they would want to introduce Mara Jade or, you know, um, some some other characters. Kind of like I don't know if we need to have talent card. I could even see her being introduced by Hondo of all people. So. <laughs> I mean, they, like their voice. No, it's just, just Hondo. Like, I'm just thinking Hondo. Yeah. Like, oh, because you know, I hated Hondo so much in, mm-hmm. in Clone Wars, but then I loved him in Rebels. You know, right? Um, and I'm just mid on him at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the going back to when 
uh, Sabine leaves Ezra building his lightsaber and goes out to, mm-hmm. and we hear that little, this is the one sentence that I was like, this should have been told either in episode one or two, which was when uh, Hunang admits that uh, the reason why Ahsoka didn't train Sabine is because she was worried that she was learning for the wrong reasons. Uh, and cause like, I think this would have paired very well with the way Ahsoka's motivations were early in the seasons of she's scared because she's so guilty of Anakin turned to the dark side. She feels a failure. And then she abandoned her uh, apprentice or uh, Padawan because she didn't want her to turn to the dark side as well. And that was like, that should have been addressed. Cause if you think about it in that context, watching it from the beginning, you see the hostility between Sabine and Ahsoka. You see the world between worlds much clearer. There's a lot of things that like that one line, should have yeah. been early on. But yeah, how do you introduce that into whom? I know. Because it because it makes sense with Ezra because he's like he's he's our we are almost kind of in this universe now through Ezra's eyes because he's he's viewing this as new like like what it, what happened between them. And to get that full reveal about um Mandalore and the burning and and like her her family being being lost, you know, right. like like all of those things. Like it did click. I I understand what you're saying. I, I liked the reveal maybe maybe for um for the for the normies maybe that would help yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like fill in the you know fill in those cracks you know like even even Morgan Elsbeth like how did she get this information you know like right, right. having like this this moment where you know a night sister like is is in her image you know and we see her waking up or something like that mm. you know telegraphing those moments uh, but um by the way that temple so lucky that they have doors i mean you know that was like there's always oh, right. all those fish. doors yeah. there's always <laughs> another door to close behind these and things. all you have to do is like just slash, slash, it. slash, just it. slash it and yeah. it just closes yeah <laughs> i i assume that my light switch work my light switches work that same way if Let's i just see. slash it yeah my lights turn off so yeah uh, uh Another thing, like subtle thing that I liked in that same scene when Soka and, and Sabine are out on the yeah on the wing, uh, <clears throat> was you know she asked her a normal question like Have you been keeping up with your training? Oh, and the, you know, the, yeah. And she goes, I've been trying. And mm-hmm. then, and it's something that I liked that that's another thing. It didn't need an explanation. It's yeah. just one of those things. Either you get it or you don't get it. And then she goes, I know, do. You know, like, yeah. and so clearly, you know, Yoda has said this line to so many people over the years mm-hmm. that it's, it's just every Jedi knows it. Like, you do it. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was subtle enough. But yeah, yeah, I definitely I definitely picked up on that. And I liked that because it was like, yeah, of course, Yoda would have told this to Ahsoka. And of course, mm-hmm. Ahsoka would have like, you know, pushed this thing. on her yeah. Padawan, you know, so. And even um, uh, Ahsoka says Kanan's line from season one as well uh, about uh, having a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually what one of the first things he said to um, Ezra. Yeah, there's there's also like a one of the cartoons that they did, um, Forces of Destiny, which um, there were some animation stuff. There were they were too short to care, which is the, the problem of those forces of destiny cartoons. But there's one where Ahsoka is, is kind of training with Ezra and he kind of like takes his crystal and like throws it, you know, oh. and basically like has that same thing, like a Jedi, like, you know, a lightsaber doesn't make a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, um, which was, um, 
but yeah, no, it's a it's a cool callback um, as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> me, because I just always love little things like, uh, and then the first time that the uh, the troopers become zombie troopers, mm-hmm. you know, you barely hear it, but you do hear it. Well, the first time their arms twitch, you hear the uh, <clears throat> uh, the Faust music from. Uh, uh, I always forget the piece, the actual classical piece, but you hear that violin, that like that deal with mm. the devil type. Then like, mm. do, 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 do. like, you know, like it's kind of yeah. the same, not the exact same music, but it's kind of an homage to that. Uh, you know, guys, I'm talking about the movie Tombstone when they're doing the the deal, that same kind of just haunting violin yeah. music. But I, I was, I just liked that. I thought that was cool. Um, and then, of course, uh, I'm sure Chris noticed them the the zombie purge troopers, the two, and the actual best car that were the actual true dead guys, you know, that the last mm. two they were fighting. That's you saw, from, you saw like his, his gnarled face. You, that did. Was you from, saw like, it. Yeah. 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 Falling away. Cool. Yeah. Uh, not to take over the podcast. No, yeah, no, no. It's, yeah. Um, I'm reading I mean, through my notes as well. Like you do, so I'm gonna no, I mean, these, up. these are, these are a lot of the things that, uh, that I have written down. I love seeing um, Sabine split the ties, you know, um, like just that was such a cool and to see it and to see it crash and then Ahsoka to be like, oh, shit. like, like, like I could almost feel oh, like no. she's like, got him. See, I, I, <laughs> yeah. See, I felt, yeah, exactly. I felt Hunang was more that guy than yeah. Ahsoka because like he, you, just see, you see her walking towards them and then he's and just he's, looking like, that's where yeah. all my crap is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, she got the, she got the cool, cool uh, fade away, walk away. Um, the, um, we haven't talked about the ending, um, kind of, we've talked about the Mortis father and we see, see the Mortis gods and, and what Balin's up to. Um, and of course, you know, the, the daughter is missing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, she's, and, she was the, uh, the owl. She's the owl. Yeah. Well, the yeah. owl is her companion, but that that's what we've always assumed is because mm-hmm. the spirit of the daughter went into Ahsoka that now yeah. the owl is like a guide or a guardian mm-hmm. over Ahsoka. Yeah. But what I liked about that scene uh, with Balin at the end, you know, aside from you know, Lord of the Rings arm stretched out is that mm-hmm. if you notice he's looking where the arm is pointing, right. just like how the drawing has the arms pointing and there's right. a lit beacon on top yes. of that mountain. And my theory is that, you know, the, the obvious one would be like, oh, it's another world temple. between worlds temple. But mm-hmm. I kind of, in the back of my mind, want to go, maybe it's the mother. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, we've seen the father, the son, and the daughter. But maybe there's another character that's been entombed in this spot. And mm-hmm. maybe she mm-hmm. is the the you know the son's dark and the daughter's good and right. the father's kind of in the middle like maybe yeah. the mother has got something else at play here that we haven't seen i mean i would like that more i always want to see something that i'm not expecting so sure yeah you know. well i mean that would that would make sense if you had like a mother as a as a creator figure you yeah. know or something like that uh mm-hmm. it, what, what it made me think of is is that that pyramid that you know mm-hmm. from from malachor i mean it looked like a sith temple with the mm-hmm the the yeah, point yeah. coming up and the light light shaft coming out but right. also made me think of their ship because their ship is kind of shaped that way mm-hmm. um so then i was kind of thinking like well did right. their ship crash there you know did their ship end up there is that the source of the power that he's looking for um yeah maybe there is a gateway of world between worlds and that's how they get back out of narnia i don't know though i mean because like he's he's in the search for something bigger than life right so like i don't think it's a portal I think it's more like the source of of whatever this 
this power is that he wants. Well, he wants to fix what the Jedi and the Sith, you know, got wrong. Up, you know, yeah. like yeah, right. So I, I think I think he he's seeking that like the mm-hmm. the father role. That's that's how I interpreted it. Right. Yeah. Um, but especially like, with him being on the father. Well, right. <clears throat> but you wonder because I mean, thinking just of the Mortis trilogy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he said that to Anakin. You know, until you take my spot, there will always be chaos, mm. and the people, the living, will suffer because of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he makes you wonder: Has Anakin? I think Anakin has taken the role. That's why he is, you know, said, "Do you choose life or death?" You know, because right. I can grant this to you. But Balin is looking for this role as well. Uh, but didn't, I don't know. Maybe not. Didn't and and. I haven't looked at this beat for beat. I haven't like searched out Easter eggs about this, this moment, but to me, it seemed like sh- the lesson, the lightsaber battle with Anakin, where she like, mm-hmm. like basically removes the lightsaber, right? She uses that move on, on Morgan disarms her, has both blades and cuts her. Right. So like, to me, I was just like, Oh, she picked up on this move or she, she, you know, there's still lessons that he's teaching her as, as they're fighting. So yeah, there is the bigger symbology of the fact that she disarmed Anakin and threw the lightsaber down symbolism, but that idea that she would even use that same symbolism, you know, in this final girl, gray twist Um, 11, sweet and low. And, and then to get that moment with oh, him. He's, he's not even getting the reference. That was I perfect. I know. We're, we're talking Star Wars, though, not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, also, like, I guess to have that moment with Anakin looking over her, um, you know, it makes me wonder do you visit your children? Because, dude, like, you left them without a father and a mother. But, you know, okay, right. go ahead. Watch yeah, over Ahsoka. Princess, yeah. Princess, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if I die, my ghost isn't haunting my ch- my 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 students. That's for sure, right? <laughs> like I'm gonna be looking over my children. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I still I loved that moment. To me, it was a very touching moment, and it made me forgive uh, I mean, Hayden yeah, Christensen yeah. for being in in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get you saying there. I don't know. I, maybe, maybe maybe Force Ghost Anakin is just not ready yet. I mean, he did torture his daughter and cut his hand off his son, so he probably isn't. You know, he's, yeah. Maybe he's appeared to them and they're like, "Go away, Dad." Yeah, Dad. like I, I remember that big needle coming in from the probe drug. Right. Thing. I still... think, yeah. Um. Yeah. I like the idea that we could even see Anakin if if we do get more of this Mortis temple, this Mortis, you know, right. Mortis gods, uh, what Balin. And again, I really do hope that they they recast and, and just, you know, have an actor uh, portray. I know it's not going to be the same, but I, know. You know, I think they have to. I think they really do. There, there's got to be somebody out there that can. can Clooney. Work. Bring in Clooney. I don't I think, think it'd be beneath Clooney. I yeah. Think, but um. Yeah, and, and and Clooney, I think, almost would look older in some way. He would. He probably. Yeah. Well, so what was Balin? I mean, uh, the Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson was what fifty eight. So yeah. they're close in age. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how old. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll look that up is. in IMDb yeah. um, after this this podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> um, we didn't talk about the one thing that was cool. I did like how Thrawn kind of. Uh, opened the mic and taunted 
Ahsoka mm. a little bit, you know. Yeah. And you know, he called her a Ronin, which is mm-hmm. interesting. That was kind of yeah, yeah. It's kind because that's kind of what she is in a way. She's yeah. a a a samurai without a master, without a quest, without a you know a, a you know a goal. And it's like maybe this world is perfect for you. And it's just like, what's me? But, <laughs> but even even that line that she says to to Sabine, like we're right where we need to be, like, right. They they're in a place where she can train Sabine further. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I need a montage, and the montage is Sabine training like Yoda style, you know, like with Luke, you know, like doing flips and stuff. Um, we have Shin deciding to lead the Marauders. Um, you know, like she's clearly, uh, you know, um, will be the thorn in their side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In in the next season. I, I know fans are probably, you know, and, and I, I'm split on this. Um, you know, fans are probably going to want, you know, oh, well, let's get Ahsoka back. Let's get Ahsoka back. But I'm really curious about this land that they are in because we get yeah. to mm-hmm. explore it through them. You know? Right. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if, if while they're there, perhaps Sabine stumbles across Ezra's writings or perhaps he's he's like, you know, written letters to her so that we have that kind of like, you know, it doesn't have to be like like some love letter, but you you want romance is what you want. I I just I think it would be interesting if there was that. <laughs> It'd be interesting. I mean, she's probably shipping with Shin, so um, but whatever, we'll we'll see. Um, since we only have about fifteen minutes, oh, um, yeah. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen. In that there's, go, there's there's a potential really big problem with Ezra back in the Star Wars galaxy right now. And that I think he has to die uh, in Heir to the Empire. Because, you know, Yoda said, like, you're the only one. You know, aside mm-hmm. from Leia. Luke has to build the Jedi Academy and fail. Right. If you, you know, we know what's going to happen. Uh, so... We can't have Ezra, the more experienced Jedi, uh, be in this same world for long. Uh, and so I think it's it's. I'm curious to see how they wrap this up. Yeah. I would prefer to see him die in the movie in a great way, right? Versus like, oh, world between worlds, and now let's put him forward into Ray's sequel film. You know, I think that would be lame. I wouldn't like it at all. But that's yeah. the only two possibilities I see. So, so one one aspect to that. Um, you know, the the ending that we see of Rebels, right? Where Ahsoka comes to meet Sabine. We we kind of at the beginning of this season, we were like, oh, they recreated that. It's a little different, but they recreated that. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if that is not they those are two separate oh, scenes? Oh, yeah, two separate times. Yeah, right. And so what we're seeing there is actually sabine going up to that that portrait and she's touching ezra Mm -hmm. and if you're right if he is gone and this is taking place after he's actually died right and here comes ahsoka with the staff right right? um that that becomes like a, a really cool moment where where we can kind of say like yeah you're right like this is this is even further in the future than what we thought so of course sabine uh ageless 
<laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, but but yes, uh, to that point, maybe it's just a couple more years down down the line from where we are now, because we know that 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 Filoni's working on this this movie that's supposed to be the culmination of the Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Ahsoka. Like it's supposed to kind of tie these things together. Um, you know, I I love what Filoni is doing. I just wish that they would continue to give him the keys to creating because yeah. mm -hmm. he is he is doing such a great job with this visionary aspect he's able to bring in the mythos and it works yeah you know without feeling clunky or with poor dialogue um, do you think he's like super stressed <laughs> like of like not messing this whole thing I, up he i don't know like yeah i think like in the worries about it but yeah like more so than a favreau would even give a damn right like i just feel like he's 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 got the weight of the star wars universe literally on his shoulders probably right smoking now. some serious ganja yeah i mean, I mean think about him. it i think that's why people like Filoni though is because he <clears throat> he does a good job of threading that needle of i want to bring in mythology i don't care what it is but i want to some kind of mystery mystery to be there but right. he also respects legends you know, yeah. and, and, and the EU, like he, he doesn't, he's why we have thrown. Right. Exactly. We don't, yeah. he, he, because I saw an interview made that. <laughs> I saw an interview with him not too long ago where he said that he goes, look, you know, if, if a writer or someone says, I want you to make this story, my immediate thought is, has someone done it first? Mm -hmm. And if they have, I'm going to read that. He goes, I might not take it 100%. He goes, but right. I'm going to respect someone who did this first and at mm -hmm. least give them the credit for it. Uh, and I think that's why people like his stories because like, it doesn't have to be verbatim. It just has to kind of fit in that where it's like, yes, this kind of works. But I, I guess that's where I'm probably more annoyed with, with uh, maybe, maybe some Star Wars fans that feel this was, was too slow or it didn't fulfill whatever, or they thought that this was all kind of made up on the spot or this, no. this has no, Nope. To me, I'm just kind of like, dude, we're we're getting like slow burn Filoni here. Yeah. This is this is good. This is a good simmering stew that he yeah. he's making. It's not your crack cocaine episode seven, okay? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's I mean, Chris and I both said that. Like, I was just waiting for that that oh snap moment is what I said. Like, I was yeah. waiting for that that one thing I was not expecting in the finale to me to be like, oh, my God, guys, did you see that? You know, and it just didn't sure. come, you know. Right. Other than that, like I said, I thought it was a good episode. I mean, it just, it just didn't give me that. For, for me, yeah, like, I was, you know, I was, like, painting murals on the wall where I was just like, oh, yeah, they're definitely going world between worlds, and we're going to see Balin, like, almost reaching through into yeah. Clone Wars era, killing Anakin. Like, we're going to get all of, you know, but whatever like that's where my mind goes um and well, it, i'm it glad me, that it didn't it make, okay. fill it all in i guess go ahead so it makes because i'm just thinking right now because you're talking about that like yeah. you know what if my theory's right and he actually finds the mother you know uh mm -hmm. balen finds the mother and she explains to him that the father imprisoned her and she's actually evil you know or something like that and he realizes that the start of all this doesn't have to do with the Jedi and the Sith. It actually starts with the split of the daughter and the son. And he actually tries to go back almost to the origins of it to just have always balance because he likes the idea of it, but not I, the, the reality. I don't, and, I don't, I don't know if Filoni will do this, but they are making a Dawn of the Jedi movie. 
oh. which would be an interesting way to yeah. connect some uh -huh. early early mythology with yeah. this. Yeah. So even if it's just threading it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, like, what if what yeah. if Anakin is now the father? You know, mm -hmm. but like he goes back to the the father that we know, right? Uh, and like, just some there could be some kind of weird time conflict of like you can't do this because if you do, then everything is destroyed. You know, and I don't know. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah, um, that I'm not smart enough to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one other thought I had about the Dathomir and the the witches coming back and. You know, uh, just the fact that we know Filoni is is trying in some way to recreate this Lucas sequel trilogy that we we could have had or didn't have, or mm -hmm. you know, he's he's re restructuring it. I feel like he's going to bring in elements of that. We know that Darth Maul was going to be the villain. That was something that that Lucas was planning. Um, obviously, Darth Maul's dead. Love, loved how that went down. I wouldn't change that. I wouldn't yeah, like mess either. with that at all. But we could have another Dathmerian warrior that is very Darth Maul-like mm -hmm. uh, coming from this now new... Resurrection. Yeah, exactly. Or resurrection, yeah. Or resurrection. Mm -hmm. yeah. So... I don't want to see like Darth Maul resurrected in the desert, you know, like all like zombified. I don't, I don't need yeah. him like again, just to have Darth Maul, but as a placeholder to say, we could have a Darth Mirian warrior that well, echoes that. That I might mean, be something we get. Yeah, as you guys know, like, you know, Ventress is my favorite character. I don't know why. Yes. I just always liked Ventress. And, you know, she actually is buried. or well, not buried. She's in the pools of Dathomir. Like, in that, I mean, I wouldn't want her to be the main villain. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't see that. And I wouldn't like that. But, whereas you're saying, like, yeah, we know that, like, uh, Maul's buried on Tatooine in the desert. So that doesn't right. really quite work. Where is yeah. Opress? Uh, he, I thought he died on Coruscant with he, under the Emperor, yeah, right? He did, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, I, I thought the Savage Oppress was was killed by the Emperor, um, and the yeah, on Coruscant. That's from my my vague memory, unless it was on Mandalore. Mm. And I'm, and I'm mistaking that, but um, it's been a while since since I've watched the Clone Wars. Um, at the end of this this series, though, it did make me want to go back and, and rewatch, uh, you know, like season three and four of Rebels, mm. um, you know, just to well, uh, see Thrawn again and and all of that unfolding. Yeah. Oh, Rebels, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, 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 even even Clone Wars, it's funny because you know, I have like this whole spreadsheet of like episodes you can skip, which ones you have to mm -hmm. immediately watch, all this, and then now I'm like. Well, now I have to go and reevaluate, you know, Hunang's episode of teaching younglings lightsabers <laughs> because it's like, well, you might need to know this character. This, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, so good that we got uh, Tenant as the voice because he he mm. does bring something to that that is just uh, so nuanced. So yeah, um, love all of the scenes with Hu, Hu Young and. Uh, so is is Hu Yang is is he like the narrator for the entire universe now? Like, is, are all the stories we've seen just him reading them off? I mean, that would make sense to an extent. I mean, because you know, C three PO has always been Star Wars. The right. the the number narrator. of movies are his version or his story of the mm -hmm. of the episodes. Whereas in everything mm. else, could be yeah yeah Hu Yang. Um, that makes sense. That'd be cool. 
a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I'm trying to think if I've got, I don't think I have any other really important notes here. I think we've already kind of um, fucked it all. Yeah, I know you've 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 hit uh, hit a lot of the um, the the aspects there. Um, Good episode. Again, I just wanted more from a finale. That's all. And 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 Chris, again, we got more action. Like yeah. it delivered on action. Like I, I mean, this lightsaber stuff is is has been real. Yeah, the fight choreography has been great. Yeah, yeah, it's so. been really good across the board. Um. I, I know what you mean. I, I would have almost liked one more scene, uh, just and that's just me being yeah. selfish because I want I want more with right. Balin, you mm-hmm. know, and Shin. I would have liked to have had had more with that. Um, and and again, I hope they. Uh, one one other question I'll, I'll I'll pose to you: If we're doing heir to the Empire, Thrawn's back. Mm-hmm. You cannot ignore Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie. Like, right. we, we, we just going to say that they're not there, like, like at all? They're just going to ignore Thrawn? Like, we're not going to have right. them interact? And if so, if so, if we're going to introduce Luke, Leia, huh? Yeah, recast them, yeah. Recast, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, or, or are we just going to say, go ahead, Disney, spend all your money on this deep fake stuff? Like, right. what would you rather have? Well, you know you're not going to get Harrison Ford, and you can't have right. Carrie Fisher. Right. Uh, so yeah, you have to recast in a way, um, and fans have already cast Sebastian Stan. So exactly, says Luke, because he does. He looks good enough. He you looks can easily good do enough. It. Yeah. No, he looks know, awesome. I mean, yeah. if you want to be honest, you're, you're never going to get great. somebody that looks like Carrie Carrie Fisher. But do you do you just say, "Hey, Billy Lord, would you step into the role?" You know, I think she land. would. I don't think she looks a lot like her mother at all. I don't really. think she looks a lot like, but you know what? Hera doesn't look like, you know, Rebels. <laughs> true, <Hera>. so, <laughs> so if I can get over that, then I think collectively we almost have to just kind of say, um, you know, let's let's just have a recast of these. It would be hard to recast Han, Han Solo, though. That would probably be the hardest, I think. To I mean, I think you'd have to keep them to a very minimal role. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Han and Leia, anyhow. Yeah, but that's that's the thing is that if you do a true like it's me, I was I've been fine with that doing the th- uh, heir, heir to the Empire with Ezra. I you know I I, mm-hmm. I I'm conflicted on both because yeah. it's one of those things where I get where I, diehard fans are like, how can you have heir to the Empire right. and then Luke's Not just doing his own thing? Exactly. You know, like where is he? You know, right. and I I get that. Uh, I want I want to see Ezra training Jason like just. Mm-hmm. Just let me see that. Let me see that moment. Like that'd be cool. That that would be a nice like little touch. So, so the big the big question here, the elf in the room, is that um, as we are nearing the end of the show here. Yes. When when are we going to be back? Oh, as a podcast? As a man, no telling. Um, I, I don't there's know. No, there's when... no new material going out. TBD, I guess. <laughs> TBD. Well, you know, we can always we can always do a a show. You know, we can crank up the old grill. You know, um, I, there's I lots. Yeah, I haven't even started reading from a certain point of view for Jedi yet, so we definitely could discuss a few of those chapters if we wanted to. And yeah. uh, I don't know if if either of you have seen the visions, but I'd love to talk visions mm. um, anytime that uh, you guys want to discuss those. I think there's some some really you know fun stuff in there. Um, I don't know. Maybe we come back and, and discuss the, the Mortis trilogy further. We could. 
Yeah. So we're just a hodgepodge. So of some stuff. So there it is. Yeah. Well, um, thank you everyone that, that joins in and listens to this podcast. We appreciate it. Send us your feedback to the forces. Well done at gmail.com. Um, if you're like some patrons that make this show possible, go over to jandjack.com, become a patron. Uh, every little bit helps. But there are a few patrons that these gentlemen love to hear what I have to say and make up oh their boy. names. I know. Go, it's just, this is there's a lot riding on the line. This is the last episode for a while here. Kanan Joanne's blade emitter. Like Kanan Jarris, but Kanan Joanne's okay. Chris is throwing a, fl a, fl a flag on that play. Uh, long live the Eckhart. Okay, eh? closer, okay. warmer. All right, Ezra Eds, oh. force, force flying, best one so far. Okay. okay, and last but not least, Mortis God Maggie. Oh, she'll love there that. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Okay, yeah. Oh, as long as even... I can finish two out of four. We didn't even we didn't discuss uh, two other little things. Uh, Too late. I, I did like that. Oh, I did like that uh, Ezra wore stormtrooper armor. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was cool. Uh, 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 his training that was yeah. pretty cool. I did think that it was odd that Hera did not hug him. Uh, yeah, or like I wanted to see him bend down and do that thing with Chopper, where yeah. he like, kind of wiggles his head like a little puppy. You know, like yeah. I wanted to see him kind of be like Chopper because. If if I had not seen Chopper, like that's like a pet. Yeah. Like I would be like, oh, buddy. Yeah. That scene to me could have been a lot better. Though. I mean, I love that Chopper was one that yeah. recognized him. You know, it could like, oh, that's that's they, my buddy. You know. Yeah. They they played up the tension a little bit more. I mean, I feel like he could have bent down, talked to Chopper directly, give him, yeah. acknowledge him as a being, and then look up at Hare and be like, Hare, I'm I'm home. You know, like. No, because he he's he's like even I heard about my my galaxy far far away. I mean, freaking people you killed, Chop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I also did he's, like he's that, just uh, looking down at like murderer, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> I also did like that the ship that he lands on is not mm. a New Republic ship. It was actually probably Admiral Akmar's ship from him. From, mm. from home, the Jedi. home one. Yeah, home one. Yeah. It, yeah. It would have been, you know, we don't have to have this many callbacks in an episode, but had they had it on a blip on a screen, like, oh, we've got something approaching. And it's like, sir, uh, what is it? You know, it's got, it's an old code, but it checks out. <laughs> yeah. Because it would. He would have an old rebel. It's an old rebel code, you know, but it yeah. checks out like that. I mean, that well, he was on an Imperial ship, though. He was on a, like a. Yeah, he was, on, he was like on some kind of like shuttle. So like they would have blown it out of the sky before they let right. it land. So he would have had right. to have had some kind of, mm -hmm. you know, True. Um, I can I can forgive the fact that we didn't see Thrawn saying like, oh, a shuttle escaped, you know, you know, like uh, it's probably like. Yeah, you know, that I wondered that. So I was like, how to get off the ship? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like um, that would have that would have been a nice moment for for, <clears throat> you know, even even as they're approaching Dathomir to have like somebody like tell Just Thrawn, a, like yeah like almost like, like a Lord Vader scene of like yeah, him, like, like someone informing him like sir mm -hmm. we've we've lost an aircraft and him just kind of thinking who was it yeah like you know? like yeah it, it, he doesn't have yeah you can just have that like yeah like that quizzical moment 
um, and then cut to this this ship approaching like right. sir, it's an old because we know who it is. You know, you don't have to do the yeah because literally everybody on that ship is under his like he's a god. They're all, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's no beings. Well, I assume that those it's are night sisters and zombies. It's all that's on the ship. Oh yeah. Um, I guess that we're out of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was a great show, yeah. kids. It was one in a million. We'll be back. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. See you guys.